All right. Welcome to the. What is this called? <laughs> I think it's going to be a thing that I just mess up every single intro that we do. That's a new thing. Your intros used to be on point. Yeah? I don't know. I was thinking of going, well, 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 welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I like that one too. But that sounds super cheesy. Like, oh, well. well, 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 welcome. <laughs> is that from something? I don't know. Oh, I think you're getting to the point where you're overthinking the intro now. I really am. Yeah. Just I over. Got to go for it and commit. See, that's the problem. I twice. like you give given enough time, I will always start to overthink something. Yeah. Well, such is the life of a Mendoza. Huh. I, I, at least I'm <laughs> I'm not alone in it. I guess. No. Yeah. So welcome to another episode of Kitchen Table Convos. I am Tito. I'm Amanda. Yeah. So if you missed the last episode, we just wanted to take you away to a land far, far, far away, far, far away and just get lost in the non-trivial things in life. Somewhere over the rainbow. Somewhere over the rainbow. You know, just take you to a place where we can just make you laugh and share things about stuff you can laugh about. Yeah. You know, like my childhood and my past. <laughs> we can all laugh about that. That's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. So the theme was that we were just going to share some things about us that you might not have heard before, or might not know about us. Mm-hmm. And originally, we planned on breaking it up into three sections. The first one was childhood loves. Mm-hmm. So we talked about you know, Amanda's obsession with the movie Titanic. I don't even remember. <laughs> right? Um, well, what else was there? Nancy Drew books. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then chess, my... maybe. I don't think we talked about chess. Oh, no. Nope. That's on another <laughs> episode. Yeah. We'll do a whole hour episode about Amanda and chess. Oh, no. That's captivating stuff. That's not. <laughs> yeah. And I talked about like my fandom of wrestling. Yeah. Just my obsession with that. Um, and then the other section we did activities you didn't know about us, like you figure skating. Yeah. Me powerlifting. Yeah. And doing swing dancing and getting flipped over. With Casey Baker. By a Casey Baker knocking yeah. the, the air out of me. I remember those. Yeah. And the conversation was just going so well, we just kind of lost track of time. Got long-winded. We were sent on a land far, far away. <laughs> Over the rainbow. Away from whatever it is we're dealing with right now. So we decided to save the third section. So the third section I was going to call guilty pleasures. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think the more I think about this, mm-hmm. I'm probably overthinking it. <laughs> I feel like the title is super misleading now. Oh, because, you know, guilty pleasures would lead you to believe that we're like actually ashamed of the certain things that we're going to be talking about. Eh, I I, I don't think it has to be. Exactly. Yeah. So like me calling it guilty pleasures really isn't super accurate because at this point we're kind of past having guilty pleasures really. Yeah, it's still appropriate though. I still think it works. I think it makes sense for just kind of what we're yeah, talking you're about you're overthinking it am i yeah well i was like 
oh well what if well, it, it'd be weird if i just called it like pleasures <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's not do that <laughs> a guilty pleasure is better yeah yeah guilty pleasures makes more sense and i think people get an idea of they they get you get what i'm trying to say okay yeah let's not over explain this now yeah because we're I think heading I down a, that path i think i need a drink <laughs> i'm overthinking this episode already you are and i yep we just rewind and start over rewind okay guilty pleasures I'm gonna with take, the mendozas i'm gonna take a deep breath i suggest you guys all do the same just bring it down a couple notches <sighs> okay i'm grounded i have a drink in hand what do you got going on over there I've got got some kind of whiskey lemonade concoction. Mm, I have a an old fashioned. Mm. So we got some whiskey drinks going on. Yeah. Cheers. 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 To Wednesday. Cheers, Cheers to, to life. Wednesday. Take a deep breath. If you're listening to this and you do have a drink in your hand, cheers to you. I hope it's not like nine AM right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean in this day and age, if it is 9 a.m., maybe it's needed. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, anyway. so guilty pleasures. So let's yes. start with like, what are some like foods that mm. you're kind of like you, you have a little bit of like guilty pleasure in eating? It's not okay. really guilty, but just like what are some like, yeah. ooh, I'm having this right now. I mean. Like on a special occasion or something. Yeah. I definitely have a few and I feel like it's funny because I don't know that I have any southern roots but a lot of my favorite foods are very like stereotypical like southern cooking okay kind of stuff so like if you give me a plate of fried chicken and biscuits with honey ooh, like I'm pretty happy straight out of Cracker Barrel no no well, like they have good biscuits, I guess. But I love Cracker Barrel. I do too, yeah. but I wouldn't say that's like. That's not like ultimate no. fried chicken, right? No, the best biscuits I've ever had, legit, would be in. It was in Savannah, Georgia. Really? So, and it was at, it was at a hotel buffet, and they were still that good, like a was breakfast buffet. Just buttery. They were just really good. Like, I get. I they guess. Were, made with some southern love right i guess i guess this is guilty pleasures because it's it's like it's that feeling of like oh i shouldn't have all this but i'm gonna do it anyways it's indulgent indulgent pleasures (laughs) (laughs) why do you keep making this awkward you are so awkward today (laughs) i'm gonna take a drink so fried chicken and biscuits okay it could be chicken tenders it could like Chick Fil A chicken tenders. Ooh, yes, please. Publix. Oh my gosh, Publix, fried chicken. Their chicken tenders were just okay. They had better fried chicken. I agree. But their chicken tender sub. Oh man. Was next level. If there was so one good. thing I miss about Florida, it's there, those subs. Well, there there are many things, but that is in the top. That's true. There's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, you just like dismissed all of our friends. Like, I don't miss anybody. I, I think only it, miss. I think you just need stuff. to go solo on this episode because, because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't miss anybody but those subs. Just the subs. Give me a sub. Those subs are good. If, yes. 
if you live in an area, I think they have like Publix grocery stores like scattered throughout the South. I know we don't have any here as far north as Michigan. I don't know where they start popping up. Right. Um, but if you got a Publix nearby, do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. Go there. Get a chicken tender sub. Get a pub you sub. You won't regret it. Yeah. It's so good. And, I'm, and I don't know if I said this on a previous episode, but there was one episode where we recorded it and it was, it was my birthday. Did we talk about my usual oh, tradition? You were asking the wrong person. I don't remember one episode from the next. Okay. I don't know. Well, during my birthday when I lived in Florida, it kind of became a tradition that because I'm not one to like be out on my birthday. Yeah, you're like very like low key. Low key. I like hanging out with friends and all that. That's not a big deal, but I don't really want to be out clubbing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So my thing is I have, I go to Publix, mm-hmm. get one of those eight piece fried chicken yeah. meal things. And it just, it makes me so happy and it's so good. Well, and, and we would make rice. Oh, and rice. Yeah. Don't forget the rice. Yeah. We didn't just eat a box of chicken. Oh yeah. I just go straight up Filipino on it. Yeah. and With some mang tomas. Mang tomas sauce. The sauce. If you don't know what that is, you're missing out on one of the best sauces ever so created. Good. Is this like Filipino sauce? I don't even know what it's made of. Magic. It's just, you don't even need to ask. Don't ask. No, just good stuff. Just if you have it. a bottle of Mang Tomas, don't ask what it's made of. No, just enjoy. Just enjoy the magic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I would say fried chicken, biscuits, not with gravy, butter and honey. Um, and then one of my other favorite foods is French fries. Okay. Like another spot in Orlando that had my favorite French fries was Jimmy Hula's. Ooh, Jimmy Hula's. They had, had some moho fries. Yeah. Once don't know what moho is, but yeah. basically lime, some kind of lime seasoning. seasoning, and just so good. When it's good, you don't need to ask. Nope. Just just eat it. Rule of thumb: don't worry about it. Just enjoy. Yeah. Then, that's a that's a really good indulgent like yeah thing. And then I always love a good bowl of ice cream, but you know. Yeah. Oh man, you what got about, some good choices here. I know. You're making me hungry. What about you? Um something that I would consider like an indulgence or guilty pleasure because it's extra mm-hmm. in my like meals. Okay. Would be late night cereal. Oh yeah. That I happens. really love the <laughs> The practice of late night cereal. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe because it's just like when there's like nothing else to eat and you're still hungry. Does it remind you of anything? Like is it linked to, (coughs) was that a thing you used to do in college? So is it like a nostalgia kind of thing or just, nope, just straight up just good? I think there was a period in my life after I moved out of home because I think when in your childhood, I don't know, I think everybody had cereal. Yeah. Right? And and Probably. usually the breakfast was cereal or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was a period in time, probably after college mm-hmm. to like now, mm-hmm. where there was a period where I didn't really have cereal too often. Yeah, we don't eat cereal for breakfast. Right. Ever. It's just not a thing. It's not a breakfast food for us anymore um but for some reason when we moved back here 
I think that started back up again. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like I'm like, it's like an addiction or something <laughs> like that. Started back up again. Got rehooked. <laughs> yeah. But we got hooked on cereal. And one of the things that kind of uh, made it a thing mm-hmm. was whenever I would do a Dogtown session. Yeah. Sometimes like Robbie and I would like, I would be going to a Dogtown session right after work or something. Mm-hmm. And I would not be eating. I would not eat dinner. Right. So I would be starving by the end of the session. Yeah. And, you know, we're having a good time. So we don't, we're not really thinking about it until mm-hmm. the very end of the session. And we're like, starving. oh my gosh, I'm starving. Yeah. And then one, one of the first sessions that we were doing, I was just, I just kept talking. I was like, I have cereal at home. I think I'm going to have some cereal when I get home. <laughs> just super excited about it. Yeah. And Robbie was like, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it just became a thing that after sessions, if we remember, get some cereal. I would usually have like a, it's like a celebration bowl of cereal after like a good hard, yeah, day at like the studio or something. Nice. And then you, now it's you just do like, like to do that. I like cereal now. <laughs> it's like come you back. get on you get on kicks. Like you'll go a really long time without eating cereal, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like I feel like we can't keep it around because it's just yeah. You just get on, you get in modes. I'm very much on like, I get on a mode and, yeah. And then I drop it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like taco, tacos, right? We've talked about this oh, before. Yeah. I'm on this taco mode. <laughs> before that, we never ate tacos. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Because I was on a uh, tamale mode. Tamale, yeah. Michigan has good tacos. Michigan. Like if, if I can say anything about their Mexican food here, like their tacos are on point. Michigan. You got that. Yeah. I think it's maybe it's because we're close to Chicago. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's like a West Side thing because I don't remember really good tacos on the East Side. I don't know. Yeah. Because the West Side, you know, we're straight up from Chicago basically. Right. And around the corner. Yeah. And I know if I remember correctly, I know there's a huge Mexican Mexican population in Chicago. So yeah, there there might be something, something there. Yeah. But anyway, great tacos. What else? Any other ones? Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we can all get cereal anywhere. Yeah. Um, like any more of your, like, do you have anything else on your list of? I, I do like the fried chicken thing. Um, something I put on my list, it's, it's more of just like a, it makes us feel good every single time. Is this? Like both of us? Both of us. Oh, what's so this? I don't know. We got on this other kick of LaCroix. Oh. And in combination with Smart Pop White Cheddar Popcorn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great combination. It's okay. Great snack. So it's a great snack. And lately, whenever we have get togethers, mm-hmm. if somebody has a get together, a lot of times it's like we don't know what to bring to it. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people are bringing alcohol or other people are bringing chips. Mm -hmm. There's always, that's always covered or like dessert or something like that. Mm -hmm. But we figured out the formula. We did. The Mendoza formula for like, if there's a potluck or something like that. Giving away our secret right now. Well, it's just what to expect. (laughs) What to maybe expect from us (laughs) is you'll probably get a 12 pack of LaCroix. Uh-huh. 
and a bag of white cheddar popcorn. White cheddar popcorn for if if you have a get together. Yeah. It's a great combination and it makes everybody happy. It's an easy go to and whenever we take bring it, mm-hmm. people always Yeah. take it. Yeah. Cuz sometimes you don't want to have a beer or something like that. So right. you just want a LaCroix. You don't want to drink, but for some reason, drinking a LaCroix, I don't know if it just like keeps your hands busy or makes you feel like you're having a drink. So you're not like pressured to have a drink if you didn't really want a drink, but you're like, I don't really want water. So it's... Yeah. What is it about LaCroix that just like, it's very, it's a very social drink. It is. It's weird. I don't know how they did it. I never expected that the first time. It's incepted. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a yeah. good... It's a great go-to could go to use it if you want and you'll make people happy <laughs> you're welcome yeah I, I mean there's a lot i i indulge in a lot of food so it's it's not like chinese I don't, buffet oh that's, that's a good one that's like <laughs> i'm always asking you can we go to a chinese buffet always. and then and it's i like, always say no <laughs> when it's a yes it's like i am gonna go all in <laughs> on this buffet yeah and then i always feel terrible afterwards but you were always initially so happy. Super happy. Yeah. Okay. So that that's kind of wraps up like the food mm-hmm. as far as like guilty pleasures. Yeah. Um, another thing that we could talk about is maybe I titled this, Who Would Have Thought? Okay. So items that we used to think that we used to hate mm-hmm. or like thought we hated it. Yeah. But now kind of have this like, oh, I kind of like that. Okay, so I had like a, a switch. Yeah. Okay. So it like there's a little bit of feeling of like, should I like this? I do yeah. like this, but I, I didn't before. Right. Yeah, so there's that okay. where that guilty pleasure kind of falls in line. What do you like? What do you have an example okay, of? Okay, so let me see here. I, I never thought I would get into reality dating shows. <laughs> okay, so this doesn't have to be food. No, yeah, oh, this is, it, okay. it's not food related. Mm. So keep thinking, but reality dating shows. Amanda got me freaking hooked. <laughs> so sorry on The Bachelor. It's so good. It's so terrible, but so good. Maybe I got lucky too because you introduced me to like a good season to start yeah. with. It was Colton season, right? I believe. Yeah, that was the first one that we yeah. saw together. So like first one. I think before. I used to have like massive judgments on those shows. Yeah. And I think I've realized exactly why, what turned for me. Oh, what is it? I think it's very similar to my love for wrestling when I used to love wrestling. Okay. Like WWF. Is it the stories? It's because like if you, if you're not a part of that world or if you don't, if you haven't bought into The Bachelor or wrestling, Mm -hmm. You look at it and you there's a lot of judgment of just like, this is so stupid. This yeah. is so cheesy. This isn't real. Mm-hmm. Like all of those. All pre- valid points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at a certain point, when you give it a, a chance and mm-hmm. for some reason, a moment or something like that turns you and go, oh, I get it. Yeah. And then you could buy into like the stupidity of it mm-hmm. and like. I think a lot of the fans, people who watch The Bachelor, they could like it for the drama mm-hmm. or whatever. But I, I think people who are generally fans of it, it's kind of like they don't have to ask if it's real or fake. 
Yeah, you just enjoy it. They just kind of take it for what it is and like it's a fun conversation. Mm -hmm. It's a type of show. It's like a magnifying glass on this like ridiculous premise. Right. That you're going to have one bachelor or one bachelorette dating 30 other people. It's a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for disaster. It's so good. Yeah. And I think. If you kind of get past that, mm-hmm. then it goes into this really interesting phase where you're putting yourself in that situation while you're watching it. Okay. And that's why it's a type of sh- for me, I don't feel like it's a show that I would just watch on my own. <laughs> I love watching it with right. you because unlike movies, where mm-hmm. movies you have to be paying attention and like, you know, most yeah. people like to just watch the movie. Yeah. This is one that you can react to. And you can yell at the TV. You can yell at the TV. You can yeah. be like, no, they're not doing my my guy wrong. Right? I mean, they're doing them wrong right now. Yeah. Or, or like, there's so much drama. This drama yeah. is ridiculous. Why are they acting this way? Yeah. It's almost like you're putting yourself in the situation and you're already going, I would have done that completely differently. Yeah. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly like the thing that I like about it is it's just fun (coughs) and mindless. And it's just something Mm -hmm. that like you just you get so sucked into it. And it's it's really fun. I don't know why. Yeah, it's such a ridiculous premise. Of course. But that's partly what makes it so good. Right. And, And I think it's like that's where the biggest hurdle people have with it it's like accept the premise with for for what it is yeah and you'll actually realize that like the producers of the show and the show in general Mm -hmm. understands the corniness and they play off of it yeah they recognize the yeah especially bachelor in paradise right which that was a new one for me even like i had never watched that and then you like got super into the bachelor the first time you watched it and then yeah paradise is coming out and you're like oh my gosh we have to watch that and i was like i don't know like so explain the difference between the regular bachelor and bachelorette versus what paradise is yeah so the bachelor the bachelorette there's one main character i guess one main person either Mm -hmm. the guy or the girl yep and then they bring in like somewhere between 20 to 30 people initially to date the bachelor bachelorette and then they slowly like whittle through the group over so many weeks and Mm -hmm. like get it down to their top two and then ideally at the end there's a proposal or something so that's the bachelor bachelorette bachelor in paradise though is you have multiple people like a group of maybe 30 flown into this island somewhere and it's maybe half men, half women. Mm-hmm. And then it's literally just a giant mingling and like people pair off into couples and like it may or may not work. And then people they, fighting over each other. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, they're into the same person. But then like they have ceremonies where, you know, the couples ideally would pick each other. But then if you're in a throuple, <laughs> you know, the other person may not get chosen. And so. Th- People do get sent home over the process and then they bring new people in also as the show is going on and that sometimes upsets relationships because a new interest is there. But the goal is at the end that there could be like some engagements Yeah. also, but it's not just focused on one main person. Right. It's multiple couples. Yeah. It, it's an even crazier premise of just 
yeah. drama bound to happen. It's a little more fun, though, because the drama is a little more spread out. Right. Versus so concentrated. But I mean, they're both ridiculous and but they're both just. Yeah. Nice, mindless. Yeah. Sit back for an hour or three. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's just such a fun show that I like. I guess like it's not like one of those things that if somebody asked me, hey, do you watch The Bachelor? I wouldn't be ashamed of it. Good. I'd be kind of be like, yeah, I watch it. Like there's some people at work found out I watched The Bachelor mm-hmm. and they're like, and then we just talk about it. Oh, yeah. We talk about it at work all the time. Yeah. It's a it's really a conversation that's like you really can't go wrong in those conversations. Yeah. Like nobody you... gets offended in those conversations. It's no. just stupid fun. Yeah. They're... I don't yeah. know. It's good. Yeah, I actually watch it. Yeah, I uh, I have this idea at some point to actually have an episode just dedicated to talking about The Bachelor, (laughs) because once you get past that surface, right, the reason why I kind of I love it so much is like there's other deeper things that I want to like keep diving into. Yeah, at at least for me, Mm -hmm. and we can talk about it like. There's just like the production side mm. that I, I'm just impressed by. Mm-hmm. And then also you can add like the the situations or the storylines or whatever. But then there's this other side of reality TV where producers are actually almost manipulating the story yeah. or the edit. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a bunch of footage of these people and... They have so much of it that they can cut out right. certain parts mm-hmm. to make it look like a completely other truth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nuts. That's how propaganda works. Reality TV. Yeah. So that's like pretty deep to me. It's like it's a study on like, wow, it's actual propaganda. Like people, producers editing mm-hmm. someone a certain way. They can make someone look like a villain. Right. When they're they're not. Yeah. They can completely change the narrative. Yeah. So I always find that interesting. Crazy. Yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, when I can think of it's definitely not as like deep as that whole conversation was. Sorry. <laughs> but, I um, really went in on that one, guys. <laughs> um, but I've never been a fan of socks. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. How is this a guilty pleasure? I thought, no. What are we doing? What's our topic? No, wasn't this like a, you might be surprised about this? Yeah, like you never... Did, are you saying you used to hate socks, now you like them? Yeah, you didn't Yeah, you didn't let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I never used to like wearing socks. <laughs> it was just so random. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Michigan, obviously. So, like, it's cold here, but, like, I've never really liked wearing things on my feet, just kind of in general. Like, I was always that dumb kid that... Like, I'd be freezing cold, but, you know, there's not snow on the ground yet. So I would insist on still wearing, like, flip-flops or sandals or something to school because I just didn't like <laughs> heavy things on my feet. Okay. And then, so, like, fitting, I guess, that moving to Florida, living in Orlando for almost 10 years, whatever, like, was great because you don't really have to wear socks. You can live in sandals pretty much year-round. It's just, like, That's true. nice. Yeah. However, since moving back to Michigan being much older and wiser this time around living in the winter mm-hmm. i now appreciate the idea of layers and like i i hate being cold i always have and my pride has completely disappeared yeah so like 
I embrace Your like pride. nice, <laughs> nice warm winter socks. Thick socks. Oh yeah, I get it now. That's true. Yeah. Do you? When we lived in Florida, did you sleep with socks on? No. Even now, I don't. I don't like sleeping in socks. Okay, so you you don't sleep in socks. No. Why? I just I. It's I don't like things it on my feel... feet. Oh, okay. Just in general, like I would rather not have to wear anything on my feet in so, general. Even like sneakers, like if you're working out. I hate wearing tennis shoes. Oh. If I'm not working out, I will not wear tennis shoes. Okay, so it's Cuz they're too heavy, like they're just heavy and clunky and like I always am in a dilemma like if you're going to go to an amusement park or like Disney or um, last time we went to Chicago, you know, we spent the whole day walking around. Ideally, you would wear a pair of tennis shoes because it's the most comfortable for your feet for a long day of yeah being out and about and whatever. But I always have such a hard time because I don't like wearing tennis shoes. Mm, maybe we need to so find you like struggle. lighter ones. Yeah. So like I have a couple, um, like I have a pair of like Sperry's that are kind of pretty comfortable but even, you know, after a couple of hours, because I don't like wearing socks. So I don't like wearing socks in a pair of shoes like that. Yeah. So I don't want to wear shoes and socks. I would just rather wear the shoes. But then the shoes wear on my feet and then I get blisters. And so it ends up not being yeah, comfortable in the long run. That's so. what I was wondering. I was like, I ha- if I wear shoes, I have to wear some type of sock because I'll, mm-hmm. I'll blister. Toms are probably the best compromise. Toms because are good. they stay comfortable and I don't have to wear socks and I don't think they give me blisters if I don't wear socks. See, for me, even with Tom's shoes, which is like a super light, yeah, like flat shoe, basically, yeah. I still need those little footy sleeve things. No, I don't. Oh, I have to. Or I else I, like, I get all sweaty, my feet all sweaty. I feel like they get sweatier and more gross in socks. Mm. I just, I don't know. If I'm not at work or if I'm not working out, you will probably never find me in tennis shoes. And, but like I do, I, I'll wear socks and like boots now because, yeah. you know, winter. Right. And so I'd boots rather... don't bother. Because you're saying it's like a weight thing. Like, yeah. Or on, but you wear boots and, and stuff. Yes. But even still, like I have a couple pairs that I prefer to not wear socks with if I can get mm-hmm. away with it. But it just gets so cold here that I have to. Yeah. Okay, so it's and, more have to. Yeah, and I have more of an appreciation now where I'm more okay with it now if it's boots mm. and socks, but I still probably won't really go out in tennis shoes. Okay. So, like, I'm going back to sleeping with socks. Yeah. Never in my life did I sleep with socks. It would, if I tried sleeping with socks like two years ago, mm-hmm. I would wake up with the socks off and not yeah. know how it came off. <laughs> it came off, yeah. <laughs> um, until I moved back to Michigan. Right. It and, changes but, you. But even now, you said you don't sleep with socks. No, but I want to say last year, probably around like polar vortex times when it was like negative 30. Yeah. I probably went to bed with socks on. Yeah. But I take them off after like an hour or in the middle of the night because it's just too much. Yeah. This winter or even the last two winters, mm-hmm. I've worn winter socks because it was so cold. Yeah. And I think what it is, is in when I'm trying to sleep right in the beginning, I'm usually warm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like 
socks is just gonna make me warmer yeah so it just doesn't work yeah but when it's super cold you're yeah. kind of just like oh, i'm gonna you embrace it i'm gonna more. get past this and then i'll fall asleep finally yeah the the moment when you wake up and you still have those warm socks on so in the cozy. middle of winter mm-hmm. it's the best feeling ever yeah it really is just like super warm but not hot like i'm not sweaty it's just like comfortable yeah like the way i get around that is you kind of spoiled me more this year with i have like the heated mattress yeah topper now yeah so that keeps me plenty warm definitely don't need the socks (coughs) and then to just kind of like keep that feeling going is i put slippers on right away when i wake up or really warm socks okay so that's why i said i i still struggle with it a little bit but i love socks way more now than i ever did and like i get it now okay nice yeah let me think of another thing i think a really weird indulgence that i have Mm -hmm. and i've always been like this is going down weird youtube rabbit holes yeah you do a lot of times it it involves a lot of like artisanship and craft Mm-hmm. So I watch a ton of street food cooking videos. Yeah. I can watch hour long videos of sh- people cooking in like street food. Mm-hmm. Like there's channels dedicated and it's they're they're not even talking sometimes. They're just cooking food. Yeah. Sometimes they have like ridiculous like like cheesy like there's this Indian food um street food channel mm-hmm. and they show how much like a dish costs yeah, like street it's food so cheap and it's so cheap for so much like quantity it's yeah. like ridiculous it's almost like it makes me feel a certain way about it i'm like oh, wow yeah it's crazy how i cheap worry it about is. them i'm like how do you live off of this yeah yeah so it, it but it's like super interesting to me like um what are the ones that I, do carpet i watch carpet cleaning <laughs> You just went straight for the kill. Were you saving that? Go go ahead and tell people what you <laughs> caught me watching one time. Just videos of some guy cleaning really dirty carpet. Like I am, power washing it. I am so weird. Yeah, I can't follow you down those rabbit holes because I get bored real quick. <laughs> I shared this with some friends, but like... Yeah, so there's this channel of this kid. He's he's a pretty young dude. Mm-hmm. He works for a carpet cleaning company mm-hmm. and he just vlogs his entire workday. Yeah. And like talks about what's the best way. He goes to these people's houses and he films the process of cleaning carpet. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like he'd go into this house and it's like really old carpet, really dirty. Yeah. And he talks about the best ways to like clean it or their shop has um, people can bring in like their rugs, like Persian rugs or something. Mm-hmm. And like say their pets like urinated on it or something and they just want it like refreshed and cleaned. I don't know why it's just so mesmerizing to me to get like that carpet clean. Yeah. I mean, I understand the fact that it's like there's the satisfaction of seeing something that was really, really dirty and probably most people would have like given up or thrown it away or whatever. And like, yeah. there's actually a way to clean it. And it's, I I get the satisfaction in that. And then I get the kind of like mind numbing, like 
there's no thought in watching this video. But I can watch probably one of those and then like I'm I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Like you will watch like four street food videos in a row and I'm like, we got we, we gotta, we've got to we got to stop. stop. Like I, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll randomly send those types of videos to like my friends just to make them think a little bit like <laughs> what? Like, why are you sending me this? I haven't yeah. I haven't talked to you in like two years. Yeah. Why are you sending me a carpet cleaning video? Doesn't matter. It's that good, guys. <laughs> Just watch it. Bless you, Molly. <laughs> um, any? Do you have any other um, ones before we move on to our final kind of closing it out? Um, I think. You're the, pretty happy with that. The socks. The socks is. Sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think the final thing is there's a lot of music-based kind of indulgences or guilty pleasures if you will yeah that i thought of okay um what what is like something that you used to be kind of secretive about Mm. as far as music yeah um so music wasn't a very big thing in my household like growing up like it was we never always had music playing or like you know never you wouldn't hear, you know, like during that time, like you didn't hear Michael Jackson or, you know, a lot of people grew up like their parents, like listen to the Beatles and like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like that wasn't our house. Yeah. We, <laughs> we were typically allowed to listen to one of two things and it would either be like country music radio station. We mm-hmm. could listen to that. And then we could listen to the local like Christian radio, radio station. Yeah. Yeah. So those were our two (laughs) options. So music was not a big thing in our house. And especially, um, I guess, like music that would have been popular with us growing up, like had a really hard time getting into it because we just weren't allowed to. Like if you asked my mom, if I asked my mom for the latest um, like Destiny's Child CD for Christmas or something. Yeah. No. No way. <laughs> it was like inappropriate and just like not okay and not good and whatever. So especially like, you know, they had a song called Bootylicious. That was definitely That's so weird. I was just gonna like make up a uh Mom, can I have Bootylicious, please? <laughs> and you yeah. I could just imagine your mom's face going, A booty what? <laughs> yeah, I asked for that C D one year for Christmas. Did you really? Yeah, and I asked her why she wouldn't buy it for me and it was because there was a song on it called Bootylicious. <laughs> So, <laughs> so me being the super rebellious child that I clearly was, Ooh. somehow, I don't remember how I got it. Okay. No idea where it came from, but somehow... Did you go to the black market? I could, I literally don't know how I got my hands on this, but some somebody gave me an NSYNC CD. NSYNC? NSYNC. <laughs> Not even Destiny's Child? No, I, didn't, I never got Destiny's okay. Child. But I got an NSYNC CD mm. and it was whichever album it was. It was the one that has like all the big hits on it that everybody knows. Yeah. And so like Bye 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 and yeah, like okay. all of those. And I kept it hidden in my room somewhere. Don't mm-hmm. know where. Kept it hidden somewhere. And then at night when I was supposed to be in, in bed, like going to sleep, uh-huh. I would sneak it out. And I would like pull out my CD player and put on my headphones. Oh, you had the headphones. Yep. 
and I would lay in bed listening to NSYNC before going to sleep. <laughs> That's so cute. That was like me when I was sneaking in, like watching wrestling. Yeah. That's so funny. For NSYNC. I wonder if your parents knew. Like, what I if don't know. what if from across the room they just heard like a very faint. But I was. <laughs> I was in bed. Yeah. So they couldn't have heard me. Mm. I only had that volume on like two. It was very oh, okay. quiet. Like, okay, so I you were, could barely hear. You were stealth mode. Oh, I was smart. I knew how. I knew how to fly below the radar. Yeah. I've learned. So were you like, were you like just like sneakingly like listening to the music? Or were you doing something or were you just like no, kind of giggly like what, listening to the music while like the lights are off or something? Yeah. Like I was in bed, like mm-hmm. under the covers, lights off. Yeah. Heart pounding. Yeah. Nervous that you're... Like one ear listening to the music, the other ear <laughs> listening for any footsteps coming down the hallway to see if I was going to get caught. Just fully in bed pretending to be asleep probably cd player hidden under the blankets with my little headphones on that's so funny yep man such a rebel yeah that's it the nsync cd that was the only thing that made it through yeah i don't like i said i don't know how i got it i have no idea how i got it isn't that weird that you would you forget like where you get stuff sometimes because i didn't even have the case yeah like the hard like you know plastic case cds come in with like yeah. the f- little book at the beginning i didn't have that i just had the actual cd oh man if if i would have knew you back then i would have been your hookup because like my parents <laughs> let me buy any type of cd i wanted whether it was like like even if i had profanity like anything yeah i would have no. been your hookup Let's hey tito know. can you give me that bootylicious please <laughs> yeah i got you girl we had a very tight household <laughs> I like that one. That's too bad you didn't get bootylicious. No. Nope. Maybe we'll listen to it uh, when we're making <laughs> While dinner we're tonight. While we're making dinner. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I can't really. The the main thing that I will that I can think of as far as like actual guilty pleasures or I was ashamed to like admit it at the time that I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like my range of like music, kind of just was all over the place like i liked all the pop stuff um and then like before high school like junior high i was like maybe early high school i was all into like the early 2000s r&b like Mm -hmm. you know cisco usher oh yeah casey and jojo brian mcknight yeah like all those b2k bump 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 Mm -hmm. um all those i was into that and then like i got into like singer songwriter type Jason Mraz, John yep. Mayer, Ben Folds, Damon Rice, blah, blah, blah. The one thing I can think of is like when I was a little bit younger than that, um, I was super into the song Dancing Queen. Oh, Miss Congeniality. Was that where it's from? I well, don't know. I just, that's the only re- way I knew that song is so, from. Dancing Queen. Everybody knows what Dancing Queen is, right? Yeah. But like it was written by a uh, band named ABBA from mm. a long time ago. But around the time when we were growing up, when that came out, there was a group named A-Teens. It was like a teen pop group. Okay. They redid it. They did A-Teens as ABBA teens. So they would redo a lot of ABBA songs. Oh, okay. And so they remixed this version of Dancing Queen. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to that. You know, back then you could buy singles. Yes. 
So like you didn't have to spend 15 bucks yeah, for a CD. Yeah, it'd be like $5. Yeah, you you would just buy the single where it just had that one song. Mm-hmm. So all really it would do is repeat. Yep. So I would on repeat, Dancing Queen, young and sweet. <laughs> like me, just list, loving Dancing Queen. I could see that. I just... That's a low... Yeah, the only reason I knew that song was because there's a scene in Miss Congeniality mm. where they're like rehearsing for the pageant. Yeah. And they're all doing like their little dance because I don't know, they had some coordinated number or whatever. Yeah. And that's the song they were practicing to. And I remember I really liked that song, but I never got to hear the whole song because I wasn't, wasn't yeah. allowed to listen to music. Man, I'm going to listen to that again. Bring me back. Well, we can listen to that while we're cooking yeah, dinner I, tonight too. <laughs> my repeatability on songs like back when I was younger, like I listened to like the same songs so many times. Yeah. Like, oh man. What, Probably Usher. Usher. I did a lot of Usher. There was this other single that I listened to. Uh, it was a group named Drew Hill. Okay. And it was like an R&B group with mm-hmm. the most famous person in that group is Cisco. Oh, yeah. Okay. So cisco had a single called the thong song yep everybody knows the thong song um (laughs) so So (laughs) i bought the single for cisco thong song right and i believe sometimes they'll do bonus tracks in those singles like Mm -hmm. they'll do like an instrumental version yeah um but they had i believe i want to i hope i'm not whatever it it's what it is there was another track on there with his group, Drew Hill. Okay. And there's this slow R&B song called um, Incomplete. Okay. I love that song. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like this super sad, like, without you, girl, my life is incomplete. <laughs> just like yeah. this sad preteen boy just longing for his yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's all in like the premise that... Um, it's coming from a, like a pop star or like an R&B star. Like they're mm-hmm. talking about bright lights and fancy restaurants, anything in this world. You know, like, yeah. but like nothing could amount to you. Yeah. Because without you, girl, my life is incomplete. Oh. Yeah. Like stuff like that. I would just repeat it over and over and over. I miss the cheesiness of some of those songs. I know. Like they're great in their I own think way. That one, if we listen to it again, listen to... Uh, people listening to this drew hill incomplete listen to that song <laughs> oh man it's so good or like casey and jojo crazy yeah i'm going crazy crazy that's crazy. a good one yeah what about um this was another one i think i was allowed to buy this when i was a little bit older but it was a single and i think it was s club seven. Oh my the, gosh s club never seven. had a dream come true till the day that i found uh, you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one I listened to a S lot. Club Seven. Yep. <laughs> busting out the <laughs> the pop stars. Oh, there were so many. Early two thousands R and B was my thing. Yeah. Joe, I wanna know. Avant one twelve peaches and cream. Oh, I You remember yeah. Peaches and Cream? Yeah. The S, the L, the I, the M. People are listening to this. <laughs> Hopefully, you understand what I'm talking about. Those songs, those were like, it probably dates us now. Oh, for sure. Like yeah, right? 90s to early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. were our prime 
preteen teenage years. Yeah. Do you, um, I have one more story that I want to wrap up with that kind of goes, coincides with the whole like songs that I used to listen to on repeat. Okay. Um, do you have any other songs? What are some current like songs that you're like, I love this? Oh. Because I'll tell you, I am not ashamed of it. Ariana Grande <laughs> is my jam. That's true. I don't care where I am. I'll bump Ariana Grande. Yeah, you do. I'll be at the gym all like, all like macho, like doing <laughs> deadlifts. I'll be listening to some Ariana Grande. <laughs> I don't have any like let's see like if I'm if I actually end up putting something on Mm -hmm. wow just for like something in the background like my go-tos lately have been Johnny Swim Mm -hmm. um that's always good always good they're probably one of my favorites right now yeah um Johnny Swim I'll do Casey Musgraves and John Mayer those are like the three I'll usually. Man, those are great choices. Yeah. Those are super good choices. Do you have any that are like people might not think? Like say your work, what's your workout pump up song? Oh, I'm really weird about music that I like listening to when I work out. Okay. Um, Especially if it's like a run or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one that just like gets you pumped? I like listening to like older classic beyonce oh that's yeah for sure is that a bad answer no that's (laughs) that's perfect (laughs) yeah like that countdown um, song that's a good one that on my running playlist Uh, i think that's my first one and then i have like um um oh shoot what is it it's an older one of hers that i like listening to when i'm running like old old beyonce definitely older like crazy in love beyonce is that it's yes it's not that one but around that time oh 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 oh. what song is that crazy in love oh (laughs) no it's not that one but um that just gets you going yeah and it's great because i like like the faster beat because it makes me like keep up i think with the beat of whatever it is that i'm listening to and like her her latest um documentary kind of concert series which we haven't watched yet have we we listened to it on in the car homecoming oh oh, yeah yeah she has like a real marching band like kind of like snare drums there's a netflix with the horns yeah Yeah. there's we didn't watch it we listened to it on spotify but yeah so i would say like oh that's pump up like workout kind of like beyonce is the way to go yeah yeah okay all right so let's i'm gonna wrap this up with this story and i don't know if you've heard this before that's why I wanted to share it. It reminds it, it's so when I lived in Harbor Beach, Michigan, and I moved to Flushing, Michigan, where I grew mm-hmm. up and met you eventually, and that's where you're from, and mm-hmm. we, I pretty much did, grew up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to Flushing, Michigan, in sixth in the middle of sixth grade. Yes, and as I've mentioned in the past, like I was. I was very careful in like how I fit in. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to make any waves, especially if I was the new kid. Right. I just kind of want to like figure my way out and then eventually, hopefully I'll start making friends and then I'll get comfortable. Yeah. So I always started off as a really shy kid. Mm-hmm. So 
in sixth grade, I don't know if your school did this, but we did this like roller skating thing at this like oh arena. yeah it was called like roller haven is that yes. what it was yeah we had roller skating parties yeah so mm-hmm. roller skating parties i don't know if it was just my school or if it was all the schools combined um um i think a couple times they combined the classes but i don't right. know that they did that every time yeah so like very new into flushing michigan into like that system so i barely knew anybody mm-hmm. uh, there was this roller skating thing mm-hmm and it's really interesting too when when i think about it now it's like that's kind of smart for for kids to learn how to socialize with other kids yeah to do that if it's an inner school mm-hmm. type thing so i'm sure my mom or my parents forced me to go there mm-hmm. right but i was just uncomfortable like i didn't one i probably didn't know how to skate or whatever yeah so all i remember is me at the roller sk- oh, at the roller rink mm-hmm. with my CD player mm-hmm. and I had my headphones mm-hmm. listening to the Shaggy CD. <laughs> Do you remember Shaggy? Yeah. The It Wasn't Me. Yeah. And Angel. Yeah. Shaggy, you're my angel. You're my darling. So I, it's, it's like a scene straight out of like fresh off the boat. I can just see like the dim lights and like exactly the, the bright like disco ball light like spinning. Yeah, and picture then that you, in your head. Like yeah. this little little chubby Asian Filipino kid listening to his headphones that's wired to his CD player, <laughs> and I'm like clinching it because I'm so uncomfortable, and. All I'm doing is watching people skate from the outside. Oh. Isn't that so sad? It is really sad. I did know this story. Yeah, you did? Yeah. Okay. But I just, I remember, I don't know if like the parents saw me kind of just like sitting there. Mm-hmm. And they probably felt bad. Yeah. Oh, look, the kid, the Filipino kid. <laughs> the one Filipino Yeah, the one Filipino kid child. is not like, like socializing or whatever. They probably felt bad. Because I remember there was a couple kids that came up to me mm-hmm. and was just like trying to get me to go out there and saying hi, which was like super nice yeah. when I think about it. Yeah. And then they were asking me what I was listening to. Mm-hmm. And I never did go out. You didn't? Skate. No. <gasps> I just remember like watching everybody else skate and have a good time. <laughs> That's like dark artist, like melancholy. Was that where my my uh It's like your tortured soul. <laughs> tortured soul. Is that where it all started? Could have been. What if you were there? What if you were there and you like invited me out? Yeah, and what if you said no? I don't know. I'm just picking was... What if it was like you and then like the song Angel came on? <laughs> Come on. If if you're fresh off the boat, if you want to take this scene and like implement it, yeah. That's a oh, great scene. It is. Like the ending credits, right? So as we end this episode, the ending credits is little Amanda <laughs> noticing me sitting all sad boy Aww. with his Walkman listening to Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, do you want to go skating with me? Mm-hmm. And then me seeing this super pretty girl finally gets the courage to get up, put skates on, <laughs> and go on a ride. <laughs> yeah. And then that's how it outros. You and me 
you teaching me how to skate. It's like a montage. Yeah. And it's like, Shawty, you're my angel. Do you share one of your headphones with me? (gasps) Yes. Because you know how you could like disconnect it? Yeah. Because you could like make them yes fit your head and you could pull one of them out and yeah you could give it we're doing that we're doing we're doing all the cliches like yeah the disco ball the lights yeah are going yeah you're you're skating backwards because oh, you're such a rollers. good skater and you're pulling me and helping me yeah and i'm just like in heaven closer than my peeps you are to me <laughs> hey, yeah it's a great look at that great that visual scene. it's beautiful it kind of looks 80s because they got the 80s lights going yeah. on. That's like a nostalgic vibe right there. You it's like good. that? Yeah. I like it. So I hope I hope that visual makes you smile <laughs> as we close out this episode. Um, do you have any final words? Mm, no. No? Listen to some oldies. Listen to some old classics that you used to listen to that might you might have been embarrassed about gonna go listen to some bootylicious and cook some dinner exactly (laughs) yeah so i hope you enjoyed the episode thank you i hope everybody is doing well and we'll catch you on the next one bye bye